Okay. Computer systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab, jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. Been a long time. Sorry, man. We've just been a minute. We uh, just kind of uh, quit at life for a while, I guess. (laughs) Well, no, we fell behind by um, one show, and then our fucking dong destroyed. A, part, yeah. a piece of the equipment. You got to reorder the equipment. And then all of a sudden, you're like two weeks behind. It's just hilarious. Ah. I get, it's a, this is the room I work in, and the dog hangs out with me. Yeah. I give him ample shit to chew on. I mean, he has bones. I find, like, old cords and yeah. shit that we'll never use again and let him rip it up. That's the why. one day. That's why there's no boundaries. No boundaries. I turned around, and he's literally destroying one of the cords on the roadcaster. And ah. I thought I thought it was he was chewing on something I had given him. Of course not. So listen, we didn't leave you behind. We didn't we didn't forget about you. This is we went out. Well, we went on vacation. Oh, we did go on vacation, and then we but. came back, and he chewed up the cord. So we're like weeks behind. It's the two hundred and fifth episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. The first one in uh, know, two weeks, I think. Kind of a fun little period in our life right now. We 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 are in between. Um, like since the last time we talked to you guys was Memorial Day weekend. We uh, had a nice little weekend out in California. Went to Oceanside, which is this may shock you here, folks. Oceanside. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Whoever named the town hit the fucking nail on the head. Either that, or they were really lazy. Kind of like one of both. Kind of like New York because wasn't New York's but like like York is short for what Yorkshire or some shit from like England. So like New York, no the state was supposed to just be that new something. So Oceanside, they hit it on the head because that town is on the side of an it's ocean. Beautiful. We were um, we were on a street that literally bordered the beach. It's called Pacific Street. It's called Pacific Street. <laughs> Next to the Pacific Ocean. And Again, we, hitting the nail yeah, on the head. We were on the other side of the street, and then you cross the street, and there's the beach. And yeah. um, the house across from us, because we stayed in an Airbnb, we realized that these companies have bought out all these teeny little oh, old my, houses. No one fucking lives there anymore. They're all owned well, by no, management nobody, companies. Nobody lives on our side of the street, because those are all the houses that were built in like the 40s. When the town was settled. When the town was settled yeah. that now probably sell for like a million bucks. Nobody wants to pay it. But then it, across the street. Across the street are these seven, eight, nine million dollar houses. I mean, just yeah. I don't think I've ever been that close to a house with people that rich yeah. in my life. They're a and different breed, ain't they? It was. And the the house across from us was really bizarre because like. It it looked like um it looked like a house that came, like they they lifted it out of Greece and brought it and just dropped it in Southern California. It had like this big blue dome on the top. I mean, it was stunning. It was kind of like uh, what's it was it? so oddly placed that it was the only one that looked like that. If anyone remembers the fantastic movie by Chicago native Nia, Ooh, what? My big fat oh Greek wedding. Oh, is she from Chicago? Oh yeah. 
whole Greek culture. That whole fucking movie yeah. was me just hanging out with my Greek friends. I'm like, oh, I've seen this play out on Friday night. Uh, if you remember the father's home, remember how she said that the dad's house was like he took a photo of the Parthenon and, and just fucking yeah, rebuilt it. That's what this house. That's like. what it was like where there's all these little quaint, you know, beach houses and maybe more modern mansions. And, and then there's this white house. This Orthodox Basilica. Yeah, that looked like a, a Greek Orthodox <laughs> church. But the nice thing was, is like, we because we walked a lot when we were there because everything was in walking distance. You never yeah. got lost because you knew that one. Look for the church. You looked for, you looked for the church. That was a story <laughs> in my life growing up, growing up with like Catholic churches every six blocks. Was yeah. that was, I, I heard bells and looked at the churches. I'm yeah. like, I, I, I know where I am. Oceanside's really cool though. If you ever get a chance to go, it's right outside of San Diego. Yeah, it's about what, 20 minutes north? It's beautiful. About 20 miles north. Yeah. So yeah it, it was just a nice, I felt bad because like we went and all of our friends who live in Southern California said, sorry about the weather. Yeah. And I was like, what are you sorry about? They're like, well, it was kind of cold and cloudy and rainy. And I said, well, that's fine because we live in southern Arizona. We're trying to get away right? from the heat and the sun. But apparently they had like, what they say? SoCal had like the grayest um, May like in the history. Well, that's of, already yeah. traditionally because of the atmospheric conditions. Yeah. It's commonly referred to from locals as May Gray. But they were they were like really getting bitchy about it. And they, then June gloom. Oh, yeah. They said there was not one full day of sun in May at all. I mean, that is kind of weird considering what we all think of when it comes to Southern California. I mean, there's a goddamn song that says it never rains in Southern California. Sure it does rain while we were which there. Which is very much a lie. <laughs> but it is kind of this idealistic place. And it is funny to think for two months out of those years, it's yeah, there is this kind of... I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of like their winter because their winter is even better than May and June. Oh, yeah. But this is even on top of that kind of more sucky because yeah. they had all the rain. Yeah. Well, we I fucking, yeah, I, mean, I mean, we loved it. I mean, I, I agree myself and AJ, we were laughing because we saw nothing on our drive out there because, yeah, we're a border now to California. So we drive there. It's like three hours to get out of Arizona and then th a, li a little less than three hours to get to usually where you're going in, in Southern California. But we are just watching all the Californians exile against us <laughs> in Arizona. We were afraid we would hit Memorial Day traffic. I think we, we talked about we that talked on the about last You were podcast. literally yeah. like, I don't know, Pat. You're not taking we, into account Memorial oh Day weekend God. traffic. We didn't hit. <laughs> there are nobody. We, we never stopped. Not once. <laughs> the only time, and because everybody was leaving California to come to Arizona, Fuck. probably for the sun. Because we noticed that on the way in, we're like, holy shit. So apparently they all leave California yep. and come to Arizona. They were and we did all the all getting out of it. The only time we hit traffic was on the way back. And that was simply because of a lane closure. It wasn't even Memorial Day traffic. It was like a 20 minute lane closure. That was it. There was no traffic, which was mind blowing. It's very much like for anyone who's commuted to a big city. For those of you who are lucky enough to commute during opposite drive time hours. Yeah. So you worked in the evening. And you'd be driving in around five and you'd just see this wall of traffic yeah. of people exiling the city. That's what we were like. It was yeah. like everyone was exiling out of Southern California and we're like, whoop, whoop, right in. And we're excited to see gray, to feel a spray of mist. To feel a to breeze. <laughs> we're, we're like, this is fantastic. To leave windows open and door. I mean, yeah. we had windows and doors open the whole In fact, our dog, this little Arizona dog. Yeah. He was freezing. <laughs> he was shivering overnight. I had to put a freaking hoodie on him to sleep. It was Because he was so cold. Like, I could feel him well, shivering was, next to he me. He was born in October in, in Scottsdale. Arizona, yeah. In Arizona. So he has not really known anything 
lesser than probably 60 degrees, 50 degrees. I'd say, and, and he didn't seem to have an issue with this winter. I mean, you know, it was just crazy. Was I mean, he, I woke I up. Had him, and, uh, I had him on the pier. I was, uh, there's a yeah. photo I took of him. I think it's posted on our so socials. So cute, yeah. Oh, it was the uh, shame him, even though he's cute because he chewed up a quarter yeah, picture. That's right. Yeah, uh, he was like shivering. Like I, I had to keep like, f- like he was trying to scoot underneath places to stop so the wind. I'm like you fucking pansy. You're he's, a 50 pound bowling ball. He is. Here so you are saying I'm cold. I need a jacket. You should see him today. Uh, today uh, we're recording this on Thursday. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a big June day. Eighth. It is a big day in our house. Why is that? Um, it's nuts cut day. That's right. Lost his cash and prices today. We cannot stud him out, man. That's how I was going to make all my money. I was going to start back backyard breeding bulldogs. <laughs> I, our friend Faith in Wisconsin said, <laughs> ask the vet if she'll make a necklace out of his yeah. balls for you. I was going to become a backyard breeder. I was going to sell the dogs for 10 times their value no. on, on uh, Craigslist. And I would scam four out of five people that inquired. And then we would retire. But no, she had to go and snip his junk. He's like violently humping the cat. That was the, that was last night. I, the cat, little Charty, Charty McDennis, Charlie, yeah. cat of cats, our little Flint dumpster cat. He came up and snuggled with me, and I was like, "What the hell? Why is your head sticky? What did you get into now?" Because they just had baths, both the cats. Yeah, got banged by the dog. It, yeah, the, I realized the dog tried to hump him, but there the cat's go. so much smaller than the dog that like their their privates don't even come anywhere <laughs> near each other. But the dog's head. He had drooled He's on the cat. He's fucking drooling on the I'm cat. I'm like, this is so gross. <laughs> and so now oh. basically Charity knows what it's like uh, for you. Like when he knows I, what it's like when, to be yeah, me. When yeah. I bang her, just kind of a big, fat, drooly, <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> I feel like we're getting going to get into workaholics conversation when I start thinking, but what if he did impregnate the cat? Then could we have a cat dog? You cannot. A, you we cannot. remember you and I were high one night and actually Googled We, we looked up all this you stuff. You cannot have a, uh, a, a dat or a cog, if that's what <laughs> I, you'd like to call it. I feel it. <laughs> like it'd be a lot. We'd have a lot more cross-species in the world if you could that easily bang across species lines. Yeah, it doesn't You definitely know all the animals that were getting banged by humans, and yeah. that may become weird. Like the first time you see a koi fish that's half human, and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? I feel, fucking koi fish. I feel like we'd have a lot more problems in this world if that if that was a thing. A little walking koi fish going down the street. So the balls are gone. The, the dog's gone. fine. She brought him home with the cone of shame, which is funny because the cone of shame, I assume, is so they don't. They don't lick their wounds. They don't yeah, lick their shit. You don't want them to open up the sutures and get them infected. But he's a fucking bulldog. He can't. Re- he's never licked his balls a day in his life. He, he can, tries. He can contort himself so that he can lick his back paw. Yeah. But he cannot get to his privates. So I'm keeping the cone out because he just, you know, they look at you like you've, you've killed their spirit and they're, it's never coming back. He looked at me like I had to hold a bowl of food up to him and he just gave me those eyes. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake, here, I'll take off the cone. And I'm like, we're home all day so I can watch him. He didn't try to lick it. But I'm like, at night, I feel like we should put the cone on because what if he licks, tries to lick it while we're sleeping? I'm not paying to go back because he licked that thing open. That's funny. AJ took him, by the way, to a... Um, a mobile vet. A mobile vet. This isn't like... This is like a back... You talk about backyard breeding. No, it is not backyard breeding at all. This is... Uh, these it are is like... A very rena- it is a very well-reviewed, renowned vet in the area. These are like those uh, IV trucks that'll come to your house now and hook up an IV to you if you're hungover. 
it's a little more than that, Pat. It's like, this is, she's an actual doctor, you know? No, this it's actually a really cool thing. I, I was just giving AJ shit because when she first told me, she goes, He thought I was doing goes, something sketchy. Well, because you don't know my wife. She's like the queen of like, you know, just connecting with people and figuring stuff out, right? So when she first tells me, hey, I found someone that can neuter the dog. It's It's a good price. Uh, it's this vet. They work out of like this uh, mobile uh, mobile camper. And I go, all right, hold that, hold hold on there, Joe. Immediately, you think it's like the story we hear when we're kids, where like the dude well, in the van asks you what know what it's candy. like. Know what it's like. It's kind of like you ever watch Tom Hanks's finest movie. That thing you do. Oh, it's kind of like the first music. Disagree. The first music manager. The when, burbs. The when, burbs. <laughs> the first music manager. <laughs> I think we're both wrong. <laughs> we both are. Of the wonders, and he goes, let's step into my office. And the office is in the back of his pickup truck. He has the little camper on the back, like yeah. like, like the little add-on, right? And immediately you go, well, I'm not quite sure. He's the up-to-snuff music manager that I need in my band's life. So when you said that, when you said, hey, there's this vet, and she offers these great services, and it's out of this like mobile thing, I'm like, what the fuck? Is this someone with like... A medical license who's just I trolling around the state. I just really wish you'd trust me a little I more. I, no, but they have. It's to, it's very cool. And like we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. The, the veterinarian prices are going up like crazy. I mean, a lot of places, there are places here in Oro Valley that are gouging because people have money. I yeah, mean, I mean, we, we, we live in a more affluent been, area. I have been told by an employee that they're gouging prices because people have the money. And that was when she handed me an $800 bill for a routine checkup yeah. for our, our old dog. So I'm like, that's just insanity. And especially for like a neuter is like a, what I what I understand is a very simple procedure. Mm-hmm. Um, Spain is a little bit more I see, kind of in, internal, right? Yeah, but, but he's a boy. He's he's a puppy. He needs to get his, his nuts cut. This is not brain surgery. She just like, am, like what did it say on the side of the bus? It said like amputations. Amputations. They do like almost everything. There. Amputations. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, it was it's really cool. She has multiple buses that mm-hmm. are outfitted like little veterinary clinics. And she has them in like Phoenix and Mesa and then yeah. Tucson and she has a calendar on her website and it's where she says I'm going to be parked here make an appointment it's like bring, a food truck it basically yeah I dropped him off at seven they called me how by old eight. is she by the way I don't know I didn't I didn't get to see her you didn't even meet her no I, I got I saw her vet assistants was they, she, uh have you seen a picture of her um I don't remember it might Man, be on it sounds website. like a gen z idea this sounds like a it's this sounds brilliant. like a gen z millennial idea it's, and it's it's for affordable care I mean it was the the neuter by itself was 127 dollars yeah they did add on a couple of things, which I absolutely said yes because. But well, I'm just thinking one. But, but uh, total, it was two fifty yeah. total. That's not bad at all. One, I wonder. That's obviously probably got to be a state to state licensing thing. Sure, sure, yeah. Right, because I know Arizona is already different in the fact that um, I was at a comic con this past weekend. More about that later. <laughs> and I saw a tattoo shop. Doing tattoos in the That's cool. in the middle of a comic con, doing quick slap and slap and pokes for like fifty bucks of certain designs, and I knew in another state where we had worked, Wisconsin, when we had proposed something similar at a station event, state law, every tattoo town goes, no, we no, can't, we can't, yeah. we can't do work outside the shop. We're only licensed to do this in yeah, here. It's got to be a mobile. So I wonder if it's so. There's different licensing. So I and want, she parks in like. Um, parking lots of like sometimes like shelters 
or like dog so walking it's kind places. Of in conjunction it's, with yeah, animal it's places. It's not like she's parking she at a, a McDonald's. You does know? she have a brick and mortar location? Anywhere? I don't know. I'll have to look. But I she mean, did just, a great job. I mean, God, while I was there, three other people were picking up animals. Yeah. I think two of them had teeth cleanings. Another one was a spay. I mean, she's it's it's brilliant. I hope she makes all the money from it. She does a great job. Well, you're definitely. I'm 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 thinking, and as much as mobile stuff can have costs too. Anyone who has a fucking RV will tell you that. But the money you're saving on brick and mortar rent, absolutely, which we now know has become a huge bigger issue in all of business yeah. because of the way we're conducting business from home now. There's a lot of retail space that is no longer needed. I was going to say, in case you wondered why corporations are screaming for people to come back to work, it's not because... They have leases. Yes, they have... (laughs) Didn't I... I said that during the pandemic, remember? Because you joked, you joked with our radio station because we knew we were getting fired. They were like starting... Oh, hold on. Bring it up, folks. Hold on. We're 16 minutes into the podcast and she has brought in a way to talk about our old radio career and getting fired. It's about the pandemic. All right, thank you. Because... They were starting to ask us to like you, you get one shut per up. They were asking us to start bringing equipment back, and we were like, "Oh shit, we're getting fired." Oh, that was like a week before that. That was well, easy. Yeah. yeah, as soon as they asked us to inventory but the shit we had at home, that Pat, was easy. Pat jokingly said, "I think in a meeting, like, why don't you just sell the radio building and let us all work from home, and you can save a bunch of money?" Yeah. And that was when I was like, holy shit. I'm like, that's what these companies are all going to do. They're going to complain that nobody's coming back to work because they have all of this retail space they need to Yeah, fill. I think it's a little bit of a false equivalency for the radio thing because I was saying that kind of facetiously because that's not really retail space. Well, that's no. literally a fucking building at the bottom of an antenna, and that's just yeah. where it happens But to they be. still have to pay for it. They do, but I mean, they're never going to be able, like if yeah. they were to take everyone out of there, they can't rent that. No one's going to fucking no. rent that for business. No. But in the traditional sense right these places that normally you would set up like it like a vet right yeah. if you were a vet you would say i need a place to practice out of you go to a strip mall you go to somewhere you get a, a real estate and we all know you never get to buy that shit no of course you not. gotta lease it and you gotta pay you gotta sign some crazy lease and the rents are astronomical you ever hear like rents on some of those big oh they're stupid yeah. city restaurants and shit yeah like twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month rent. Insane. They wonder why these businesses can't keep up. Fuck. So I'm thinking right there. If theoretically you cut that cost off of whatever she would have to pay as a vet. Yeah. You add in like so now she has essentially. She had two. What'd empl- you say? How many of these things? I think she has two Four? or three. Two or three. That's and like she had, three brick and mortar. Yeah, places. and she had two employees with her. So it was three yeah. people. And trust me, the other vets I've gone to, way more than three people working yeah. there. I wish you met her because I'd love to have just gotten a snapshot in her age. I think I might have, and I'll tell because somebody I Look I, online, you can find I opened the door to the RV because one of somebody in Scrubs was walking up with a thing of coffees. And so I opened the door for her. And then the other vet tech came out and said, Oh, you know, uh, the doctor just got here. And I'm like, Oh, I should was that her? I would have said hi. Like I didn't mm. know. Dog's back, and he's uh, nope, shockingly this... chipper. Oh Christ! What is his deal? Like I thought he may be a little worn down, and I, maybe he was for like an hour. He was act. I mean, he was really, really malaised for a few hours, kind of confused, which she said would happen. He was kind of, he just didn't, he couldn't get comfy. He didn't know where to sit. He was kind of barking at shit that wasn't there. <laughs> which then again, he does that all the time. So I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's a normal day. But yeah, all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. Our son walks into my office. The dog like snaps out of it and starts trying to play with our son. And then Pat walks in here. 
He starts trying to hump Pat. I mean, he's jumping all over the place. I'm like, dude, he's going to bust your sutures open. You have to slow down. Isn't there something like... How do you tell a puppy to slow down? Doesn't that happen when, like, someone wakes up out of a fucking blackout and they're all hooked up in a a hospital and they're like, what? Yeah. They rip all this shit out of them. They start stomping through the I just don't know how we're going to, like, get him to calm down because, like, he's a puppy. Uh Like, this is... He's just... He's fine. He is freaking okay. Yeah. Stop. Sit. Stop. Lay down for crying out. I'm ex- I was looking forward I mean, to listen. it. I'm exhausted. I've been up since six o'clock this morning going nonstop with work, taking the dog to get neutered, coming back, all that shit. I was hoping for a quiet night. I'm not quite sure I'm going to get that. <laughs> listen, I already had a client say this today. It was a very astute self-observation, and I'm going to repeat it to you because I think you're figuring it out. They say that dogs become a reflection of, their owners. Yeah. We can all say in this house that he's your dog. Yeah, but who is he most crazy Calm with? Down. It's not me. Calm down. No, but I mean that honestly. Like, I find his relationships with each person in this house fascinating because it's all very different. He has this kinetic energy. And it's maybe because mama is also busy bee herself with kinetic energy. The dog is simply turning into you. He cannot sit down. That's a you move right there. Yeah, but like... You'd get a hysterectomy, and you'd schedule something for the next day. Uh, maybe not the next day. But yeah, no, day guaranteed <laughs> you. She'd be like, well... I mean, I can do a couple dance steps from my chair. Oh, shut up. If you put me in the middle of the studio. So I'm just saying, the I fact know. that now we're sitting here like, oh my God, this dog thinks it's like a motor... You know, there may be a little bit of truth to that shit. Yeah, but he's not humping me. He's humping you. It's the last kinetic energy. Crazy. I'm not saying he takes it out on you, but I'm saying if there's a fucking example of who has it in the house, it ain't me. No, I, I feel like like he as soon as he kind of like gets all excited <laughs> and crazy, then he realizes, ooh, maybe I'm not feeling up to this, and then he passes out <laughs> for a while. So I don't. I think he'll be pretty. I wonder to see how long it lasts because he he is an English bulldog, which are known famously right as kind of lazy bum dogs. Which any bulldog owner, I think, will kind of tell you is true, but not. Yeah. No, they're not as... Well, They that's what they said. They said, um, the vet said that, that that's why there are so many overweight bulldogs. It's because people buy them thinking they they don't do anything. Yeah. You still have to exercise them a little bit. And then they're like, you get bit. these overweight bulldogs in here that have joint problems yeah. and 700 health problems. And I'm like, you got to walk your dog just a little bit. Like, you, that's the problem. So I guess I'm just wondering if uh, he ages because he's, what, nine months now? Eight months. Eight months. You know, give me another year because I know they say what the puppy phase is really year to year and a half. Year and a half, yeah. We're still pretty in the thick of it. We'll see if he fucking calms down after that. And then one day. I'm sure he will, yeah. One day when we're not recording the 205th episode as we are now and we're recording the 823rd will go, do you remember when he was young and had all that energy? What? Remember yeah. when he used to jump around and now he just sits over there and farts and just snores? Well, he does that now, too. Well, that's true. <laughs> then he gets up and goes crazy, right? How do you feel about leaving him alone for the first time? I don't like it, but <clears throat> but it's it's really... I This is like the best possible situation we could possibly have. We traveled with him... Uh, for Memorial Day weekend to Oceanside, I've officially become that guy. Yeah, the guy he makes fun of. Fuck. The first guy I ever met like that was my father-in-law. Yeah. My dad literally said, 
And I quote, well, I'm not sure if we can come to your wedding unless the Vegas hotel is dog friendly. And I said, what the fuck are you talking? Are you telling me you're going to skip your oldest daughter's wedding because you can't bring your dog? Oh, shit. Well, and, and remember his reasoning for that? Because. At, oh, that's right. Bo- Motherfucker. You're right. He, he did board the dog he a did lot. Board and the then dog. he just stopped. And I'm like, what happened? And he goes, well, they won't feed the dog his medication in a chocolate ice cream bar. That's right. And I said, yes, because he's not supposed to have a chocolate <laughs> ice cream bar. And he goes, well, that's the only way he'll take so it. listen, <laughs> the same way, I'm sure no one wants to hear AJ complain about our radio demise again. I wasn't complaining! No one wants to hear me complain about my father-in-law and his dog again. But he used to feed him his medication because the dog was fat and he had his health problems. Can't he'd, imagine why. So he'd feed him the medication in Dove mini bars. Yeah. You guys know those little Dove mini bars? They're like bite-sized yeah. Dove. They're I, ice cream bars. Oh, they're so good. And I used to come to the house back when our kid was like two. We used to fucking go to their house like every weekend. we come home all the time. And I'd come over, and after the kid was asleep, I'd, I'd, I'd dig out the little bit of weed that I'd confiscated somehow into Wisconsin through the Underground Railroad. And I'd go outside and puff a little bit. And I'd come inside. And I'd be so happy because I knew that there was a whole goddamn box of Dove ice cream bars that I would raid because they were for the dog. Yeah, but didn't my dad at one point say, like, those are for the dog? <laughs> no, No, never. he never did? No, because I only took the uh, vanilla and chocolate ones. He used to get the trio pack. Oh, it was geez. vanilla, chocolate, and strawberries, like Neapolitan. Oh, my God. And I used to only take the chocolate and vanilla ones. I loved it. I loved it. But now this man would then board his dog and say, hey, by the way. Here's uh, how you give him his yeah, meds. Here's that's... his food. Here's his blanket. Here's his favorite toy. Here's his meds. Here's a box of Dove chocolate <laughs> ice cream bars. A box of Dove minis. And they look at him crooked and he's like, what? So, yes, your dad went from the guy who, you know, had this kooky close relationship like De Niro with his cat in, uh, you know, yeah. that uh, uh, Meet the Parents. He went from that guy to, to now being the guy who always had his dog with him. Yeah. And if he was coming to your house, he'd bring the dog. He'd bring the dog. And this just didn't apply to me, by the way. This is other people as well. And that little dog, God bless his soul, right? Or Rufus. Wasn't exactly the most well-behaved dog. He was when I lived at home. And then I left. What the hell? So, you know, in my mind, I always kind of, yes, gave that situation shit. And AJ was waiting for the day when she could shove it down my throat. And I absolutely shoved it and down she, the throat. And she, like a fucking well-weathered porn star, whipped it out. She goes, come here, honey. Wham! I got something for you. And it's well-deserved. Well-deserved. Gave my father-in-law shit for years for bringing his goddamn dog everywhere, always to my house. And the fact that AJ now had me searching happily for pet-friendly hotels yep. and Airbnbs. This was not even a conversation. It was like, at one point I said, are we bringing the dog? And Pat goes, well, of course. That was it. And then he starts looking for air, uh, pet-friendly Airbnbs. And luckily it was California, right? So California's like Cali- the most yeah. fucking pet-friendly place in the world. Especially, I mean, my God, where we were, dogs Ugh. everywhere all the time. I mean, I feel like you would probably get bombed with bad reviews if you had a fucking non-pet-friendly yeah. place. So it wasn't hard for me to find a pet-friendly place. I found a bunch of hotels, Airbnbs. We ended up going to, to an Airbnb. But I absolutely figured out halfway through, especially when it's like, okay, where are we going to go to eat? Well, hold on. It has to be pet-friendly because we can't leave the dog in the Airbnb. 
Airbnb without us. So let me look that up. I go, holy shit, I'm that guy. Hi, puppy. And there he is right there. He just charges just in here like ran a bull. In here. See? So we are. And that, um, that was the, 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 the proverbial yes. ramming it down my throat. Hi. AJ, well deserved. Well deserved. We're, we're not really leaving him by himself. <laughs> just without us. Yeah, we're going away uh, to Bonnaroo in Tennessee next week. And I shit you not, <laughs> this might blow your mind. This is the first time we've oh, yeah. been away overnight together alone mm-hmm. since 2019. And not just like pandemic 2019. I mean, summer of 2019. It was um, like Bonnaroo. Yeah, it was Bonnaroo 2019 was the last time we were alone overnight. Overnight. Yeah. And so next week we're going to Bonnaroo together. We're flying in one of Pat's best friends, Mike, who is just an awesome person. He's visited us before here so he knows everything he's gonna hang out with our kid he's gonna hang out with the pets he's in charge it's like the best case scenario i'm i don't feel bad about leaving at all i'll be honest now <laughs> she's out the door you hear that <laughs> that's I'm a woman <laughs> that's a mom i need a break who, who's got one foot out the door like when is this when am i off duty now when we go visit your family in iowa in july we do have to board him and i found out as, as i was contacting boarding places most places won't take him unless he's fixed oh man so i was like we gotta do this Did you like, hear that buddy He's he's got the little armband now oh sweet they shaved his arm well that that was part of the extra like add-on and I, t- I, I absolutely did it. What, to I get a little armband? You try and give him some swag? Well, so no, they, they gave us the, they gave me the option. It was like 46 bucks and like 40 more bucks or something. Yeah. Um, Because of his breed, this brachio, whatever breed, the flat face The smushed breed. in face. Yeah, yeah. They, they have trouble breeding. This is very common, yeah. So she's like, for this breed, we offer these two options in case something goes wrong, we can help them faster. Gotcha. And it was like a catheter and something else. And I was like, you know what? He's a puppy. This is his first surgery. Yes, let's do Aww, it just in case. Look at you. Um, and again, it was still 250 bucks out the door. But no, he's fine. He will. Oh, my God. It's just. A- Who are you more worried about leaving behind? Our son or the dog? The dog. Yeah, absolutely. Look at that. Our son is very self-sufficient, very responsible. The dog, on the other hand, I'm afraid, will hump your friend Mike into the next generation. <laughs> We'll have to see where he's at. The dog definitely would be able to push Mike around. Yeah, no, and and Mike Mike's, would let Mike's him. not a assert- which is funny because my my buddy Mike's he's the biggest teddy bear <laughs> in the world, and he he doesn't look like it. No, but he is, and I feel like he would let this dog like just walk all over because he first of all, as you've all seen on social media, he's goddamn adorable. Oh, yeah. I absolutely it's pretty awesome. He pushes around Pat. I mean, the fact that Pat lets him get away with half the shit he does is unbelievable. But yeah, he'll run right over Mike like a like a like a runaway train. I, you can hear him, right? Well, he's hot. <laughs> I, so when we walked in the house, I had to turn down the air. I had to turn the air conditioning down or up, turn the temperature down because he was so hot and he was trying to find a place to sit with his little sutures on his Whoa. little nuts. Hi, baby. I know you're such a rough day. I felt so. Oh my God. I forgot to tell you the first time he went outside. So I, like, I'm telling you this, like nobody's listening. First time he went outside to poop. Yeah. After we Don't got worry. Home. No one is listening. <laughs> she set me up. We it. may have retained one person by now. One person. 
He went outside to poop, and as he pushed, he whimpered a little bit. Because think about it. Yeah, that's like back that's, where it hurts. And he had a little bit of, you know, it was it was a little bit of diarrhea because he's got a lot of shit running through his system right now. That's probably the first poop, like, after you ladies give birth, right? That's Which gotta is be a, fucking awful. Is it awful? Is it terrible? Oh, I mean, not the one that you give during birth because y'all probably, you know, you poop. Um, but, I mean, the first one afterwards. Somebody asked about that on a subreddit the other day, and I wanted to comment, but I also was just too what? lazy. Um, what's it like? to have your first shit after you have a kid yeah. and for like me and they don't do it anymore but that what's i already forgot what it's called where they cut cut you between your butt and your vag oh yeah yeah little what thingy the, yeah. yeah they don't really do that anymore but they really for, no shit yeah they don't do that you were anymore. one of the last it gets I the old rip and grip huh? oh it was so awful oh my god i was in i was in ice padded underwear for two weeks but yeah i was terrified to take a shit because I'm like, what if and I? Like, you are. Let me tell you, she is, and I've told this. What to, if I blow out my sutures? I, I, I'm like, I don't want to look at. I I avoided looking at all costs. AJ is into poop. Like, let me just tell you this. She is a girl with a healthy butt, and she'll tell you. And she goes poops. I was I was trying to normalize it. Okay, women poop. Deal with it. I was Human with my beings. first wife for a couple of years. I don't even know if she had a butthole. Right? That's that's <laughs> you know I had no evidence of it. So, Which is so weird because like Pat is so, he's also so open with us. Like we talk about poop, yeah. we fart in front of each other, we, we poop in front of each other, absolutely. <laughs> and so the fact that like you don't even know if your first wife had a butthole don't even know. is mind blowing to me know. that you never even had that conversation. But you, no problem, right? That was an early conversation. Yeah, he was very- Hold on, poop time. He was in a lot of pain when he took that poop. So I mean, you must have been fucking ready for that. I was scared shitless, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Remember, I remember sitting down to do it, thinking this is it. Like you have to do it. What are you? I, what are you gonna do? I wonder what the physics are too, because he's popping a red rocket. Like uh, he is. Like, he, like right now, he's, he's just out, yeah. he's just hanging fucking brain. He's like, yo, check it out. I don't know if that's because of something going on inside. Well, yeah, everything that happened is back there. So, like, I feel like it's all Poor kind dude. of in cahoots right now. Does he get any pain meds or anything? Yeah, he... tomorrow he starts pain meds. Fuck yeah, He man. got an injection today. Fuck Look at yeah. him. yeah, good for you. He, see, he was so funny. I brought him right in the house. You were still sleeping. Yeah. And I put him on the bed in his cone of shame because he was barely <laughs> able to walk. He was so out of it. I popped him on the bed. He falls asleep. And there's a cute picture of it on our social media. But then I sit down to eat lunch. I look over. And in his gigantic cone, he had moved so that he's watching me eat because his, <laughs> his instinct is to mm. beg for food. But I kept looking over at him like, first of all, you can't have any of this. Second of all, you need to go to sleep. And then the third time I looked over at him, he was sleeping, sitting up. <laughs> I would like this food. Please. It was so funny. It was like he knew he was supposed to beg, but he really wasn't feeling up to it. You posted a, a goodbye video for his balls, right? I did. I think uh, I think I made people uncomfortable, and I really don't care. Really? It's hilarious. Are people weird about that shit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know men are. That's why men traditionally never want to neuter their 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 boy dogs because it's a total uh, projection, right? About our own balls. We Pat our was own balls. very weird about having our cat neutered. He was, I mean, he was very much like, I'm going to tell you why we shouldn't have him neutered. And I'm <laughs> well, like, I'm going to tell you. he was like a specialty cat. He's already a freak of nature cat who shouldn't have existed because some white guy got bored and decided to fucking hybrid That's fine. We're, hybrid not, him. we're not breeding cats. So I felt like he's a wild animal. Should no! I take his balls away? That's I don't irresponsible know. to him and to other cats. It's same with it. I mean, it's, it's better for the animal. I don't know if you saw that, by the way. My friend Amanda from Michigan said... 
on my Facebook. She goes, wow, I didn't think people actually neutered anymore. She goes, every dog I see around here in Michigan is intact. And I said, you know what? I noticed the same thing when we lived in Michigan. All the dog park dogs were, 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 were swinging to and fro. And I'm like, hello, people. Like, are you breeding these dogs? What, what is happening? And I watched a lot of them hump. They were aggressive. They were hard to control. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I think it's probably just, it's a thing in some places. Since we need to wrap up this podcast, I'm going to end it with a joke about nuts. Okay, please do. And um, this is the same joke. That I gave in front of a live Jenny Jones audience. Oh, my God. I forgot. You were on the Jenny Jones. No, 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 no. I was in the audience. You were in the audience. Jerry Springer tried to get me as a guest, but I was 16 and my mom wouldn't sign the (laughs) authorization. What an experience that would have been. God, why did you just forge that shit? That's what we did back then. So I was in the uh, Jenny Jones audience because that's what you did in Chicago in 1997. It was free. And they said, hey, we're going to have a contest. It's a brand new season. And every day, we're going to ask someone to tell a joke of the day. And uh, we're going to have two people come up, and you're going to say a joke. And whoever has the better joke wins. Yeah. Wins, and like you win a prize. And, of course, boom, right? And I didn't even know what fucking joke I was going to say. You just knew you had I, I, I just knew. To be that I, yeah, player, like yeah. I'm, I'm in school for radio. This is the Jetty Jones show. I'm like, dude, I'm all in I for anything. Yeah. By the way, the topic of the show, in case you were wondering, was my mom dresses too sexy. Oh. There's a bunch of slutty, uh, slutty moms in like their their forties coming out in shorty shorts and their teenagers all embarrassed. So it was slut shaming, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was slut awesome. shaming back in the nineties, right? Sounds great. That's what we were doing while they were beating the shit out of each other next door at, at Jerry Springer. Right. So what was your joke? I got up and I said, "Guy's sitting at a bar, sitting there with his buddy. They're having a couple couple beers and." A 10 walks through the door. Great looking gal. Sits down at the bar. And she winks right at the one guy. I hope the ambiance of the dog fucking coughing in the background is helping. Lady sits down. She winks at the guy. He goes, holy smokes. That lady, she just winked at me. What should I do? He goes, hey. Wink back. He looks at her. Winks back. She then looks at him and. Licks her lips. Ooh. He goes, dude, she just licked her lips. I mean, what do I do now? He goes, lick your lips back. He goes, all right. Then the woman pulls out one of her breasts. Oh. Flashes him a booby. Titty. And he goes, dude, she just pulled out her boob. What do I do now? And he goes, sure, you're nuts. Oh, my God. Don't do that. And he goes, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's also a little bit of a visual and a facial and hand movements there. Yes. Uh, while the joke did win joke of the day, and I did win a gift card, it did not make it to air, apparently. Oh, I can't imagine why. The censors, and Jenny Jones even said, even though I won, I am pretty sure the other fellow is the one that we're going to see on TV. <laughs> Nice try, though. (laughs) The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. 
the Pat and AJ Podcast.